Oh. Core, mate. Is that your stomach? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it is. I'm starving. Flipping We've got out. any lunch? Don't worry, mate. I've got lunch sorted for us. Spirulina. Yeah. Spirulina. It's what on earth powder. is that? Pure vegetable plankton. Full of oh vitamins and minerals. Oh my God. That looks a Cheers. lovely green. Cheers. Oh. Oh, how's it going, all right? This is the What's Occurring podcast with Cal and Chuck. So if you like jams on the ash, making an omelette or a cheeky finger, then crack on. If not, back off. Tidy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the What's Occurring podcast with myself, Callum Goddard. Hello. And you, who are you? Oh yeah, I should probably say my yeah, name. Who are uh, you? I'm Chuck. Nice to meet you, Chuck. How are you? Nice to meet you. Yeah. You're a Gavin and Stacey fan, aren't you? Two and episode three, mate. Um, yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah. Um... I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Great episode this one. I loved. I love last week's episode. I love this one. Series two is heating up. So for um, those of you who have just tuned in for the first ever time, Chuck and I are two massive Gavin and Stacey fans, and we're talking through the much-loved BAFTA award-winning BAFTA sitcom award-winning. episode by episode with some fun little things. You on know the what? Way. I went through the Wikipedia page earlier for Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Just I don't really know why, and the. Viewing figures are astonishing. Really? 12 million, I think. 12 no, million. Maybe 11 million for the final episode, New Year's Day. Oh, yeah, 2009. yeah, yeah. Emotional one. Which is insane, really, for just a sitcom, sitcom, sitcom comedy, sitcom. It, but it did break um, that kind of barrier of sort of sitcom viewing figures and sort of terrestrial primetime I mean, TV figures, for, you know? Bearing in mind there's 21 episodes. Yeah. And that many people watch the final one. Yeah, of like, course. That big an impact, just over three series, a couple mm. of Christmas special, well, one Christmas special at the time. Astonishing. Yeah, it is anyway, astonishing. Should we get on with it? This, Let's get on with it, mate. You've as we alluded yours. to right at the start, uh, we are drinking spirulina. It's actually a bit of knockoff smoothie from Tesco's, yeah, isn't yeah, it? It is. But, you know. But you know what? We wanted to authenticate we wanted a drink, Uncle Bryn's lovely We wanted a nice green drink. And I tell you what, it's not as bad. It is vegetable plankton. You know what? I would actually I would actually drink that as a smoothie. If I ordered that in a cafe and got it, I wouldn't actually be and too unhappy. It's got a bit of a, uh, a texture to it, doesn't it? And a zing. Is it on my lip right now? Yeah, it's yeah. on your bloody moustache. It's mate. all over the tap. Yeah. Series 2, episode 3, we're drinking in tribute to Smithy and Bryn some spirulina, a.k.a. pure vegetable plankton. Cheers, it is. mate. Cheers. Um, and he's, Chuck has just finished his and I have only touched the surface. There we go. I wanted to sip it through the episode, not neck <laughs> it. Absolutely delicious. Uh, so, Series 2, episode 3, starts off Stacy in bed, Gavin at work. Oh. Stacy has still failed to get a job. Um... Fuck. And then goes on useless about useless piece of shit. Isn't she? <laughs> All right, enough. No, that. sorry. <laughs> She's a friend of the show. Is Joanna Page right? She tweeted us once. Go, yeah. Remember that. And then Stacey goes on about her brunch, possibly one of the most boring right. lines ever, as accentuated by Pamela. It is genuinely the most boring story like I've ever heard in my life, and I've heard <laughs> some boring stories. Genuinely boring stories. I mean, half the crap that you come out with is pretty dull. Chuck, Chuck was telling me earlier about how he enjoyed this Saturday afternoon program. Money from nothing on BBC One. Very <laughs> good program. And he was like, "Yeah, I just watched it, and I got quite into it. I was like, right, that's." One of the worst stories you ever told me. <laughs> you know, you're just halfway through a story. Like, fuck, this has got zero. 
There's no punchline coming. There's zero substance. I'll be going for 45 <laughs> seconds. Oh, dear. Um, it then goes on to Nessa at the amusements arcade, and she is uh, having a phone call with Stacey, and she says, Oi, Stacey, <laughs> what's this here about, about a brunch? brunch? Um, and it, that's just classic Gavin and Stacey. I love how yeah. uh, that... Nessa already knows about the brunch, bearing in mind Bizarre. on camera what we just see yeah. on the screen. She's only just told Pam about the brunch. So in that time, Stacey's also managed spoke to, to her te- mum who spoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we just see I love that. I love yeah. that. And uh, a lot of that, that's kind of one of their key little things. They do that a lot where they, you know, you don't see something happen, but then, you know, like when Bryn rushes in yeah. and he says, You'll never believe what happened. Mick's going to be on the telly and they all know straight but away. What's we'll we'll this over about your old man on the box? It accentuates <laughs> that whole sort of small village uh, lifestyle yeah. kind of... You love the small knows... village expression. Well, no, it is. Though, you love it. Growing up like in small hashtag villages. Small village. Yeah, hashtag small village. <laughs> get, that, get, that, get that one going. Um, yeah, that's their kind of selling point, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they love that. I, I grew up in a small village and it was ridiculous. But then just, again, it's just too bitchy. The amount of shit... You know, I remember... Guy three doors down got to the apprentice final one year. Oh yeah, and what was his name? Chris. Chris. Oh, I can't remember his last name. He was on it. The series. Uh, or oh, BBC the, One. The, getting the woman. Yeah. Promo bloody hell. <laughs> um, girl called Stella won it that year. Yes, yeah, Stella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so um, guy... Stella did the bakeries. No, no, she didn't. Uh, no. I can't remember. But yeah. she she ended up breaking up with Lord. Not breaking up. Broke off with Lord Sugar a year after. She had. Quite a, like a court battle. Hope she had anyway, a prenup. <laughs> anyway, the whole town, <laughs> the whole town knew about Chris ba- uh, Bates. That was it. Chris, Chris Bates is called Chris Bates. Yeah, the whole town knew about Chris. Literally, I hope his whole- brother wasn't so- called Master. <laughs> Is this the sort of form you're going to be on today? <laughs> the whole the whole town knew about him. Uh, you know what? What we just said about shit stories. Let's just fucking move on. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, yeah, anyway. so there is Chuck's ode to small village life. <laughs> so we were also saying how awful it must have been for Gavin seeing Smithy oh. turn up at his work. Yeah. Just in a state of shock. And it's weird because, like, you obviously spend... So much of your life with your work colleagues, mm. but your family never meet them yeah. really, or kind yeah. of like, which is bizarre kind of dynamic. You essentially and spend more time with them than your actual own family. The sh- yeah, and the shock it must be to see like your best mate. I, I imagine where I work, like seeing my best mate like walk through, yeah. be just like, what the fuck? We were discussing this episode with our good friend Harrison. He was like, "That is exactly why you should never tell your friends where you work." Yeah, because for those reasons, you do not want those two worlds merging. Um, and then we move on to the scene with the classic line: "How many Nurofen would it take to finish me off?" And then Gavin obviously says, "You, you need hundreds." Yeah. So I propose an interesting point to Chuck with this. Chuck, you stand by the fact that you think that gag would be allowed now in 2019. Yeah. yeah I still. The reason why I tell you because. I think the joke isn't so much about suicide. It's more about Smithy and his illogical thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what the joke's about. Yeah. And the punchline is on that. It's, no. And it's Gavin's face at the end going. Like, it's the holiday realized, comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what makes it okay. Um, and I think that's the genius of the writing. Again, such a serious topic that they've included in the conversation. But... Yeah, it's still one of the funniest things. We, we put the clip up on the uh, No Context account, didn't we? Yeah. 34,000 people have yeah, seen that it's video. It's crazy. Um, so it just shows you how iconic a, a scene it is. And yeah. it's just hilarious. It is great. Um, and <laughs> one of my favourite lines is, 
with all those activities and and seeing him, how she's been fitting in, and then she's been fitting in, all right. <laughs> guilt sweets, Gav. Guilt sweets. Cola bottles, cola bottles, Astro belts. Guilt sweets, they were, Gav. Guilt. And uh, yeah, I, I just love that whole scene. It's just <laughs> but so that iconic. is Smithy. That scene capsulizes Smithy, as you said. The the no logic to the bloke. Yeah. It's just perfect. Another really another part of the episode that cracks me up. So then goes back to the, the kiosk at the amusement arcade and Bryn and Nessa singing. Yeah. And it's quite a nonchalant scene, not a lot going on. And it's the hand at the end that Nessa does to keep mm-hmm. Bryn in time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the song they're singing, but um They're singing the... I don't know the name what? of it. Leave it with me. Yeah, an evening with, with me. me. Yeah. yeah. And then at the, the end, she puts the hand out. It's <laughs> so funny. Um, um, he said, uh, I still think I prefer lines in the stream. <laughs> um, and then another another quite iconic scene is, well, no, an iconic Pam moment is uh, her t- telling the story about No Man, J- uh, no, sorry, oh, Smithy's mum yeah, and Pauline. the story that No Man Jan yeah. has told her. Uh, <laughs> Pauline, <laughs> mistress, head mistress. <laughs> and Stacey's kind of really into it, but Mick and Gav just look at each other and think, right, here <laughs> she goes again. When are you going home? You can't trust anything No Man Jan But said. I love that dynamic that <clears throat> Mick and Pam both having that scene yeah. where Mick's just tired of her shit yeah. and he knows exactly what's about to leave her mouth but he still loves her and it is I've, I've realised Pam is quite literally my mother <laughs> in, in, a, in a character form like it is ridiculous so she's always loved the school mos- gossip mill yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like someone going off with the headmistress or of whatever so it, it kind of reminded me when I was like 10 or 11 I used to get in the car after school I've just been at primary school and you get any gossip I'm a bit, I literally remember saying to her mum I'm 11 there's no fucking gossip like <laughs> I've done art for three hours yeah, this yeah. afternoon like someone nicked my pencil um, so oh. I kind of imagine Gav sort of maybe had the same thing yeah, growing yeah. up as well so we go from the classic scene with Pam uh, having a good gossip in the kitchen to Stacy meeting Smithy's sister, Rudy, for the first time. We'll get onto her a bit more later on the episode. But I think it's a great scene because she does actually confirm the Pauline rumours are kind of true. Oh, you because, mentioned this to yeah, the other day. Smithy so says weird. to her... Where's mum? <laughs> she goes, having tea around Paulie. Yeah. And, and then, then yeah. Gavin and Stacey have that little glance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, 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 I remember like, it now. Bang. There that's we go. So, I ne- that's something I never really noticed. Clever that's writing. Crazy. Um, I love Smithy when he comes in and just it, how gutted he is that uh, <laughs> Gavin isn't doing the rope off and he just hits his arm at the end. He's it like, just, why are you doing it? <laughs> it's, that, it's that awkward like hang. <laughs> and uh, he's disgusted at her being referred to as Smithy as well. You... Your name is Rudy, which is in fact not your real name, which is in fact... <laughs> your name's Ruth, and people call you Rudy, so you actually do already have a nickname, so you have no reason to be called Smithy. Yeah, and then they go into a full-on uh, fist fight, and I, the amount... I remember <laughs> me and a pal, when we watched this when we were younger, we kept on pausing and rewinding and watching over and over again. The first second of that yeah. fight, if you watch it really closely, uh, Rudy just nuts Smithy straight on the nose, like properly just punches him. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, properly gets him. He goes, ah! <laughs> um, it's the way he's just like, you're a dick. No, you're a dick. <laughs> ah! Did you, did you not invent robotics? Um, it just reminds me of me and my 
I've got a, a sister a year older than me. It just mm. reminds me and her growing up. Like, yeah. that's exactly... I can remember dragging my sister out when she didn't give me the TV remote. I literally dragged her out the front door, threw her out the front and slammed the front door. Like, <laughs> it, it got to that level. You um, threw our sister out the house? Yeah, mate. I wanted to watch bloody Sky Sports Golf, probably. Oh, <laughs> no. So we then cross over to Barry and... What is going on? Oh, honestly. They're having some debate about the stock exchange. <laughs> it's one of the most out-of-context scenes. <laughs> I love Makes it. zero sense yeah. to the actual They're all show. in on it. Yeah. Doris, even later on, is like, <laughs> how's it look? You're not waiting until Tokyo opens up. <laughs> well, like, I think you're a fool. Yeah. <laughs> They've all got such invested opinions yeah. on it. What, I just don't get it. What even is Tokyo? Um, Have you established what it is? What no, is, what so is it's Tokyo when, that It's when the Japanese for. stock exchange opens. It's like, so right, I assume okay. it's like when, when Tokyo is open, because obviously it's further because yeah. of the time difference. Uh, that's what Tokyo right, is. Right, okay. I thought stock exchanges were always open. Oh, no, yeah. No, 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 because it's different. It's done on, so the FTSE 100 will close, it would have closed like now, time of recording. It'll close at five o'clock, like when the bankers basically go home that's when it closes oh, okay yeah that's when how they it cease trading for the today yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly that's oh you exactly do learn that. something new every day there we go you? mate um stocks and shares yeah maybe we should add this to the investment banking section on <laughs> apple podcast um no and, and another thing i really sure, like a plummet of listeners <laughs> a bit of genius again similar to uh nessa already knowing about the brunch through gwen or whatever but us not really no. seeing that on camera it's when there's always like someone on the phone and there's that long pause and then they hang up and then they just say that one sentence just to sum up the yeah, last 30 yeah. seconds. Like, uh, yes, go on. Yes, yeah. Oh, and yes. it's going, oh, yeah, yes. yeah. They'll be here in 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, it's great. Um, or like, there's one, I think it's in the first series where Stacey's on the phone to Ness. It's and they say, like, yeah, yeah, zooming in the cl- slow camera zoom. It's another classic thing. And, and then she just goes, she don't want one. <laughs> it's bad on that. Um, it's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. No, the little things like that really do help kind of make you realize that these people are just have living such simple lives and something as big as having a, a husband from Essex can you know yeah. be a and big then thing Gavin Stace and Smithy turn up for the scan the, the yeah. evening before and I, again I love the camera work and this I've really started to notice it it's all done on one shot actually yeah. if, you, if you realize and it so it pans from Bryn and Gavin and Stacey kind of seeing each other for the first time, Gwen, and then it pans to Doris coming out, <laughs> and Doris is just in full form, comes out, oh, you've got a great pair of lips, haven't you, Gav? And then uh, also gets in on the stock exchange, but one of my favourite lines is Gavin asks her about her leg, and then she... Uh, he suggests to her about getting a mobility scooter. She's like, Maureen's got one. She looks a right knob. <laughs> Doris, Doris is on fine form in this episode. Oh, yeah. Doris is on great form. We uh, have the, the fish and chips. And then the oh, fish and chips scene is next. God. And uh, another thing I've started to notice after re-watching this episode recently is the little glance Smithy does when he's got his three battered sausage in one hand and Nessa's three battered sausage in the other hand and just as he's walking over yep. to give yeah, it to I her, know exactly. he gives him a little glance to see which one's got more in it. <laughs> it's just classic. Yeah, so <laughs> true. I, I noticed that exactly thing as well. That's brilliant. That is really brilliant. Um, and, and if you watch some of the extras, uh, Ruth, Jane, Ruth, Jones and, uh, Ruth Jones and James Corden, they 
actually discuss how they're almost a little bit worried about that scene. The fish and chips scene. Really? They're, like, they're literally just sat there eating fish and chips. They're like... It shouldn't be entertaining. It shouldn't be. And they're no. like, what do we need to do? They're like, should we kill a character? So that's kind of where the idea of going, oh my God, Doris is dead. And then oh. they, So they wrote that and then they're like, oh no, wait, we can't kill off yeah, Doris. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, and like in that scene as well. Yeah. So that's kind of where that whole thing came from. Like, oh, so... No, no, she's just dropped, popped off and then, <laughs> and then she wakes up and she's like, oh, I dropped off. So now when she goes to be walked home, this is very OG uh, What's Occurring podcast on our social media. We put out a thing. Uh, we retweeted a tweet where it was saying uh, that you didn't know who was saying the thanks, oh, Gav. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Gav. I th- I've remembered this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I watched it and you can't see who says the it's line. Hard. It sounds like so, Stacey, but you can't see who says it. No, and because Stacey's lips don't move. Yeah, exactly. I think it's Gwen, to be honest. But, but it, it doesn't, doesn't sound, well. sound like it Gwen. Sound well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, knows? if you've seen that on Twitter as well, let us know um, on our socials at What's Occurring Pod. And then the the routine Nessa has when she's eating her chips. I, I have two battered sausage, two cigarettes, and then go back for the third. Um, that's like me. Well, not like me. I don't have to. Would well, you do that exact routine? No, but I do have quite an efficient way of eating my uh, fish and chips. Do you? In like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very particular about it. I have, have mushy peas with it, fish and chips. Yeah, yeah, of And then I have a very particular way of putting the condiments on it. And then I'll always eat the chips and then the fish. With the mushy peas kind of with both. Yeah. So you, so you don't have your fish ever with your chips? No. No. Why? No. I don't know. But there we go. Oh, my God. Me and Nessa would get on. You really are a, a pioneer. <laughs> a trailblazer. <laughs> in the consumption of fish and chips. <laughs> I lost that word. <laughs> there we go. Um... There we go, episode two, uh, series two, episode three, another cracker. Um, it is, it is a great and episode. And one thing that is brought up uh, in episode two, uh, series two, episode three, is Pam's array of activities, yeah. shall we say, that she gets up to in her spare time. So, just in this episode, she she references jiu-jitsu, karate, uh, fencing, and then also we hear in future she applies for BGT. So, for this week, we wanted to ask you... What other things do you think Pam gets up to in her spare time? We had some interesting suggestions, we didn't we? We have had some good suggestions. But I can see her doing all of them. I honestly I can. I honestly yeah. could. I'm going to kick things off. Go on. I reckon, on topic, she would be at the recent Extinction Rebellion protest. In yes, London, 100%. 100%. But she probably would have driven there and she probably would be <laughs> serving burgers to a bunch of vegans. <laughs> 100%. So true. Um, She'd sort of just think she's doing a nice thing, but in fact, she's probably just doing something completely <laughs> counterproductive. Uh, Katie on Twitter, she says Pam would definitely be at her yoga classes. I can c- fully imagine her giving the yeah. downward dog yeah. a go. Yeah. Pamela. Um, she loves it. What do you reckon, Cal? What do you think she gets? So, I had a long, hard think about this, but I think she'd be uh, an active member of the uh, the Peloton. I believe I'm getting that, <laughs> Is that correct. The, uh, Virtual the... cycle classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get your bike and you join these uh, this group and you have an instructor on your screen uh, telling you to go faster, go faster, slow down, slow down, hill climb, hill climb. She'd be an active member of that and she would have put it right in the middle of the living room being really obnoxious when Mick's trying to watch the telly and she'd just be really in the way and she'd be loving it. That's what I think... Um, Halloween on Twitter Halloween play on words there Halloween tomorrow Uh, she kind of agrees with you as well she says clubber size complete with glow sticks 
agree with that. Completely yeah. imagine her doing that. Probably going over this. You can imagine her just walking in, slapping the glow sticks on, going for a bit of ham off or something. <laughs> uh, Tim, also on Twitter, he says amateur, tra- amateur dramatics. Definitely, you can see yeah, her doing I that. I she's got a few pantos in her. A few pantos, but 100%. not as Alison Stedman, as Pam. As Pam. I reckon yeah. she would make a great Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pam. Peter Pan. There we go. Oh, my God. Genius. Alison Stedman, please get um, in touch. We're going we're gonna to be great agents. At Lucy D on Twitter as well. She says Pam would definitely try and get, get on Bake Off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's not really the chef of the family, though, is she? No. It's more of a Mick thing. But I definitely reckon... Mick's master chef. We've established this. (laughs) Yeah, we have established it. I could see her giving it a go. And do you reckon she'd get a Hollywood handshake? I think she'd uh, get a Hollywood handshake in another way, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyway, we we shall end it on that horrific note. uh, (laughs) At What's Occurring Pod on Twitter for any future... Uh, emails in I, I like that one there. yeah it was good yeah it was good yeah. thank you very much everyone. cheers guys um, so this week our character analysis we briefly mentioned it earlier but we firstly meet the one and only Rudy Smith Rudy absolute Smith Ruth Smith for, for me I absolutely love this character I think she comes in perfect sort of amounts in the whole three series 100% and I think and Sheridan Smith nails it exactly and you think look at her now she's this big star she's oh, yeah. done amazing things and yeah and I really like two pints of lager and a packet of crisps as well have you seen that no that's I comedy haven't. gold as well yeah that was kind of before Gavin that was her first sort of break um, it was on BBC Re- again another BBC programme oh. <laughs> don't worry sign it. us up people have to pay the TV license for this <laughs> um, yeah another really good BBC thing yeah. she's great in that anyway should we go into a bit more detail yes about let's Ruth Smith so her full name I don't I don't know if this is ever referenced we get basically we get this off some fandom website and I don't know if they just make half this shit up anyway Rudy's full name is Rufael Jackie I mean Emily that's made Smith. up can I stop you right there <laughs> there is no way she's called Rufael hang on there is a it's after her maternal grandmother there we go what played football for Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean sorry Chuck that is bollocks that is absolute <laughs> bollocks she appears to have no regard for her work and doesn't give a toss if she gets fired from her drive through burger job. Right. Uh, her best friends are Ross and Florence. She also has a bit of an altercation no, no, with no, no, Charisse, her, didn't she? Uh, Florence? <laughs> is that a genuine thing? Yeah. No, no, it is referenced in one of the episodes. She goes on about her friends. Because there's Shanice. Sh- yeah, there's... Sh- sorry, I said Charisse. Yeah, Shanice. Charisse, sorry. Yeah, it is Charisse. Um, yeah. And they, ah, shut up! Yeah, Gavin just has to bowl it off. That's series two, episode seven, so we will get on to that. Um, here is the description of her personality by the Wikipedia fandom. She seems to be quite childish, often getting into fights with her b- big brother through attacking him with snide remarks, often about his weight. My personal favourite is the Pavarotti. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah gold, When they're at gold. the shopping mall. Hey, you look nice. <laughs> Pavarotti. Uh, and then also she's quite childish in the sense that she actually wears Heelys. Yeah. Uh, which I-, I once wanted for Christmas. Yeah. I was about eight years old, so. And I owned a pair it's for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you? Um, 16. <laughs> no, you no, no, of course wasn't. Um, I was, sorry. <laughs> Despite their fights, Rudy and Smithy generally care about each other, which I agree it's with. Every they brother do. and sister. They do. They I have mean, a love hate relationship, yeah, and the that's the sister, beauty you know? of it. And yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> should we go on to the top Rudy moment? Yeah, let's do it. Before we get slated by our 
siblings. So should we move on to our top three Smithy moments? Also known as Rudy. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> could Gav- get confusing. Sorry, me. Smithy, uh, the actual Smithy would not be happy with me there. That you know why? That's why he said he wouldn't come on this podcast <laughs> because um, yeah, you not call- because he's in LA, yeah. not because he's moved on to yeah. a massive America, but because you called his sister Smithy. I thought so. Disgraceful. In at three, Cal. Fight over the robot with Smithy, as we discuss in this very episode where they get into that massive brawl. Yeah. Number a- two is when he calls Smithy. Pavarotti just mentioned it. I think I think that is an immense moment, but there's just a one better off moment, isn't there? Like, there is. The, you, you can't beat the number one, which is... The American boy rap. How can you not? I, I actually know every single word to that rap purely yeah. because... Of Gavin of, and Stacey. Of Gavin and Stacey, yeah. and I'm sure that's the same with yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone else. Yeah. When they hear that on the radio, it comes on here and there, and on Radio it's, 1 it's or whatever. It's an amazing moment. Plugging BBC the whole yeah, time. What? So. <laughs> absolute radio. <laughs> yeah, when it comes on on absolute radio. When it comes um, on heart, when it comes on on magic, when it comes on on absolute, when it comes on all the stations that aren't BBC. Anyway, top Rudy moment, Ruth Smith. Is the American boy rap? Yeah, and fantastic. I think that does the character justice. Gaff's just sitting there at his love desk, it. absolutely it. <laughs> I love it when he just Chirping puts the phone it. down. And he continues doing his work. <laughs> I'll that take you to about two or three weeks. <laughs> and my uh, another thing, me and my friends quote all the time is uh, when we're bored and we call each other up. You must be a border collie. Yeah, he's Carol Borderman. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> love it. Uh, That's great. That there we go. Great. That that is this week's character analysis. Perfect. There we go. So for this week's super fan segment, we are joined by uh, Miss Chloe Save, who again works for BBC London. Anyway, oh we need my to, god, we need to what is going on? <laughs> um, she is also a super fan. She loves the program, and she joins us all the way from none other than Barry Island. Incredible, incredible, absolutely incredible. Before we speak to her, though. We, she actually managed to speak to Glenda, who owns Stacy's house. So we're going to have a little listen to that right now. So Glenda, you own Stacy's house. How yes. must that feel? Uh, I can't describe it. It's just I'm over the moon every time. Every time they come back, but this time it was different because they built some of it at the studio and some of it in here. And so you open it up to visitors yeah. all year round. Yeah. What, what, so, so what, how does it change and how, do you, how much do you love seeing all these people come to see it? Well, I have, because I'm dyslexic, I have opened up a lot more and I've opened up to bullying. I will not stand for any more to bully me. And Gavin Stacey has made my life fantastic. What's your favourite bit about Gavin and Stacey? My favourite bit? I don't think I've got a favourite bit. I think all of it is my favourite. Do you have a favourite character? Oh, yeah, Smithy. Smithy's your favourite? Yeah, um, yeah. Smithy came in and he asked, did I mind if I hugged? If he hugged, I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> didn't mind at all, No, James I Gordon. didn't mind, no. Oh, brilliant. And he was the only one that thanked me. Mm-hmm. So what, how did it happen? How did it become Stacey's house? Because obviously this is your house before it happened. Yeah, um, everybody in the street received a letter. On the letter, it was a telephone number. And I phoned up and they said they were interested in filming... Not Gavin Stacey, didn't say Gavin Stacey. Film, they just said they're interested in the filming. And I said, yeah. And um, I think they come down about five times. You didn't even get the okay. They had to work out how the camera's got to come in, 
where my stuff's got to go out and their stuff's got to come in. they got to work out. they got to take photos of everything of mine and put it back the way it is. And they had to work all that out. And then after five times, I got the OK. I had, um, they filmed Gavin and Stacey in my house. And it must have been quite good to be here while they were filming just to sort of... No, was I wasn't here when they were filming. No, no. What no. Happened? not the not the fourth year. Mm-hmm. The first year I was away for seven days. The second year I was away for eight days. The third year I was away for two days. It was a Christmas special because it was more at the other house. Mm-hmm. And the fourth year I moved out was one and a half days. No, sorry, one and a half weeks on the fourth year. But this time, the first day I was upstairs from three o'clock to eight o'clock. Watching a film stars going back, I was bored stiff. <laughs> <laughs> and the um, second day and the third day, I was in the premiere in, they put me in, because they were filming a little bit here and up, upstairs and down. And then on the Monday and Tuesday, I was upstairs again. Mm-hmm. And are you excited for the Christmas special? Oh, yeah. I was told it's 8, eight o'clock. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. But Christmas Day, 8 o'clock. Christmas Day, 8 o'clock. Well, let's put it in our diary. So there we go, mate. Is that a little exclusive from Glenda? I think Glenda has let it slip. A, a little Christmas bit. Day. We've actually got a time. Yeah. I think that's nowhere. Glenda, you could be in a world of trouble here, love. <laughs> Cheers, Glenda. Um, so that means in 57 days, yeah. uh, we will be sat down... Watching the Christmas special. I honestly cannot believe we're now sat here, Chuck, saying it's 57 days away from a reunion of Gavin and Stacey. When we we set this podcast up, we had no expectation of this ever happening. Yeah, a a good reminder for anyone who's just listened in the second series. If you're trying to work out when we release this podcast, it it seems like we released it in news of the release. We actually started the podcast... Two weeks before they announced the it's Christmas ridiculous. special. It's ridiculous. It was honestly so, ridiculous. There we go. Yeah. Uh, we bought a lottery ticket and we're still here doing the podcast. Yeah. So needless to say, we didn't win. And we applied for jobs at um, <laughs> the BBC and we're still here. Um, so, should we get Chloe on the phone? Let's do it. Oh, Chloe. <laughs> yes. How's it going, darling? I feel absolutely atrocious. Night out in Cardiff fun. Nightmare. There's all right. I'm in Barry. You're actually in Barry right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Barry. (laughs) You sound sick. You sound so delighted. I've seen seen everything. Talk us through your day yesterday, then. Um, so I was actually there for a conference, and I sort of, and it was quite funny actually. At the start of the conference, we had the Welsh Assembly member come over, and she's like, "There's more to Barry than just Gavin and Stacey," and I was like. Not yeah, true. bollocks. That's um, a lie. <laughs> I was like, nah. Um, <laughs> so after lunch, I kind of skipped out <laughs> of the conference. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't doing it for me. I need to go and see everything. So I ended up going, um, so I went to Stacey's house first. Oh, That's my God. So cool. And, met, and Glenda, and the door was open, and Glenda said, come in, come in, come see everything. Wait, so the person who lives in the house, does she kind of just let everyone come in and sort of look around? Yeah, she's open on the weekends. and over That's so cool. So she's making money off it as well? She's not actually making any money off of it, actually. She doesn't actually charge people. Oh, my God, what an amazing woman. She um, has, like, a charity box for the RNLI. Oh, um, Glenda. So oh, okay. Raised, what so a lady. can make donations, and then that goes to charity. But she doesn't actually make any money of it. She just loves it. And, yeah, she's kept... The lounge isn't the same. 
but when they come yeah. to film it it changes completely so come back in and oh, put it all put the sofa back in sort of thing Got you. but the kitchen's exactly the same there's a frying pan on the oven the butter's out sort of thing <laughs> that's so funny that then, is so fun. Does she actually like? Spaces room. Does she live there? Um, yeah, she lives there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, one of the rooms is sort of her room, her private bedroom. Um, but she keeps Stacy's room exactly the same. So you go in there, and it's exactly the same as how they left it. There's a clear <laughs> blue, um, clear blue pregnancy test on the bed, and everything. So it's it's actually so wicked. Oh my god! Is she so is she single? I want to marry this woman. <laughs> I think she's single, ready to mingle. Oh, <laughs> that is my life goal. I need to marry her, and then I can live in the Gavin and Stacey house. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the highlight? Was it going in the house or Marco's cafe, the slots? I think I think the highlight was going in Stacey's house, but I did everything else. I went to Marco's cafe. Nice. Yeah. I had fish and chips on the wall. Oh my god! You... Beefy's fish and chips sat on the wall. You've you've honestly lived the dream. This is making me feel pretty erotic right now. Yeah, Chloe. Obviously, every week when we get a super fan on, we give you a chance to have a thirty-second pitch as to why you are the biggest super fan. Last week we had Chuck's sister who did an incredible pitch. She was to the point. She got to the points quickly and she got a perfect score of five. It's um now over to you to kind of do your thirty-second pitch and tell us why you are the ultimate super fan. Your time starts in three, two, one, go. Hit it. Okay, um, so I'm actually in Barry Island right now. I think that sort of deserves it. Second of all, Gavin and Stacey, I grew up with it. I do all the quotes when I can. I haven't stopped doing the quotes since I've been here. Um, third. Halfway. I nearly broke up with my boyfriend because he said he doesn't like Gavin and Stacey I've that much. I've got so much and time for that. I had to evaluate the relationship <laughs> five years down the line do I want to dump him now <laughs> but Love it's okay it. I've got him into it so I've, I've also transformed time is up time. that was strong that was pretty strong that's good that's good effort uh, and fully sack off your boyfriend now. Get rid of him. <laughs> oh no no no! Oh, you, I you made him watch it. Oh, he's a convert. Oh, wow. <laughs> right, Callum. No, mate. I made him watch it. Now he loves it. This is another high standard entry. It's a good candidate. I, I know what I'm going for. All right, you ready? Three, two, one, four point five. I'll take that. <laughs> so four. I said four. You said four point five. Four point two five. So four out of five. Yeah. Which is strong. Pretty decent. Well done. Well done. But we now go into the quiz. um, And basically, Callum's going to give me and you a quiz, Chloe, out of five. And basically, if you you beat me in the quiz, your score doubles overall. So we add your quiz score to your four out of five you just got. And then if you beat me, that score out of ten then doubles. And you've got nine to beat, is it? They both got nine, didn't they, Cal? Um, no, uh, your sister last week got nine and Patrick got eight. Oh, all right. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the score to beat is nine. Okay. Well, I got absolutely battered last night. And now I feel <laughs> like I shouldn't have done that. And you know what? As Chuck the last two weeks has had the questions first, I'm going to give you the opportunity to go first here, Chloe, because you're in Barry Island and I feel you've made real effort for this. So, um, yeah, you're going to go first in the super quiz. Okay. So your first question. So it's kind of all in chronological order. It might kind of change about, but it starts off, you know, and finishes sort of in the episode order. Okay. What program was Stacey going to do the job hunt after? I knew you were going to ask that. 
Loose women. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I knew you were going to ask that question. Okay, Chuck, your first question. How many hours did Stacy sleep? That means I slept for almost 11 hours. <laughs> oh, you're sad. Yeah, that's, that is correct. 1-1. One, one. What activity... Sorry, this is your second question, Chloe. What activity did Pam invite Stacy to do? Uh, jiu-jitsu. That's incorrect. It was fencing. She'd just come back oh, from jiu-jitsu. She was doing jiu-jitsu. She was going to do fencing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nightmare scenes. Oh. Right, so that means Chuck has an advantage. Okay, Chuck, your second question. Name the three items, all three, by the way, that Stacy had for her second part of her brunch. Uh, so she just ate a banana, and then she had some cereal, yoghurt, and a sandwich. You are actually sad. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> I, I, I made that question thinking, no way he's getting all three. No way. <laughs> right, 2-1 to Chuck. Third question for you, Chloe. Why can't Smithy afford all the Nurofen? Because he won't be able to have a holiday by the end of the year. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> he wants to have a holiday. Okay, which is just an absolutely incredible line. Yeah, it's not um, people get to finish me off. <laughs> and actually, I have to say, it's done very well on the No Context Gavin and Stacey page that Chuck's been uh, running very well. Okay, Chuck, your third question. Is it, yeah, is it, yeah, Chuck's third question. What was the name of the headmistress Smithy's mum slept with? Mistress? Headmistress? <laughs> uh, oh, no. I'm so bad with names. Fuck. Uh... Oh, I know this. Do you? Yeah. Love to see it, don't you? It's in there. It is in there. It's like Tony last week. Um, yeah. It's... Oh. You got a ten-second counter starting in three. I think it's no, no. no, I think I think it's Pauline. That is correct. Yes. (laughs) So it's three-two to Chuck. Heading into the fourth question. Question number four for you, Chloe. Finish this quote. What is it with the Welsh and dot dot dot? I know this. And curry sauce. Yes. Correct. <laughs> what is Correct. it with the Welsh and curry sauce? What is wrong with a dry chip? <laughs> I have to say, it is incredible, let's be honest. Chips and curry sauce. Question number five for you, Chuck. How many correct guesses did Stacey get in her made-up baby game? In her... <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I think I know. So far, I got two wrong and two right. Is that your final answer? Oh, I don't know. I hate it when you say that. Final answer. I say it all the time. <laughs> um, wait, let me have a think. I'm sure she says... No, you can't think for too long. You've already given an answer. Wait, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to go two. Okay, two. That is incorrect. No! <laughs> yes, it was three. She got three correct. She got... I've, so far, I've got three correct and two wrong. No. Disaster. <laughs> So it's head to head now, basically. Yeah, it's head to head. That's it. So, Chloe, question number five for you. Pressure's on. How many sausages does Nessa have before her fag? I think I know, but I just don't want to say it and get it wrong because that means I'll be in the lead. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to be in the lead. How does that make any sense? <laughs> uh, 
shush. I drank too much wine. Uh, <laughs> I say two. That is correct. Ah, shit. What did Doris say to Gav he had a great pair of? He had a great pair? What? I can't even remember. So, chronologically... Oh, wait, 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 wait. He goes, you got, you got a great face and a great pair of lips, I think. Yeah, lips, lips. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Which means that it's 4-4, heading into the tiebreaker. And this tiebreaker is by far the toughest one we've done yet. That's to go top, um, Chloe, to top of... To go top of the leaderboard, this is. Yeah. Yeah, this is big. This is the biggest tiebreaker we've had yet and by far the most challenging question. So what I wanted to do for this, make it quite topical. Obviously, as you're in Barry Island, Chuck's in Surrey, um, I kind of wanted to sort of meet in the middle. What is the total amount of miles from Essex to Barry Island? So this is the amount of miles that um, the Essex contingent had to travel, but I want it the round trip, so just double it. Okay. Oh I, oh, I think we worked this out the other day, didn't we? <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um. So it's going to be closest to the pin. Whoever's closest to the figure um, wins the question. So you p- both could be way off, but one of you could be closest, you know? All right, should we say at the same time for, for f- fair sake? I'm just going to, I'm going to take both your answers and not say anything and close and give her answer first. Okay. So. I can drive, so I don't know how many miles it takes for anything. <laughs> Oh no, oh no. The guy that drove me here, Jason, did say how many miles it was, and I just can't bloody remember. Just have oh. a guess in the ballpark. Okay, round okay. trip. I'm going to say. Um, oh, it's from Essex as well. Oh, it's 150 miles. I don't know. 150 miles, is that your final answer? No, oh, I'll do 180. 180, okay. Chuck, what is your answer? Round trip, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's way more than that. I reckon like 400 400. Is 400 your final answer, Chuck? Yeah. Adolfi? It's definitely more than... The correct answer is 414 miles. Yes. It is 207 miles each way, which means Chuck is this week's super fan. Chloe, excellent effort, but that gives you a round score of eight for this oh, week. Second place. Nightmare. So you need your second place on our leaderboard. No prizes for second place, Chloe. Have some of that. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to Series 2, Episode 3. What a brilliant episode that was. Yeah, and thanks for the great suggestions with Pam's activities. Love that. And Chloe, fantastic super fan quiz. But unfortunately, Chuck rides home victor again. We have to, honestly, guys. Three and three, mate. We have to beat him. We we have to get this. I I tell you what, I... You're annoying me so much. You know what, I'll I'll let a little secret out the bag. I when we started doing the first series, although I rewatched the programs and stuff like that, yeah. I was still like not completely in love with it again because I just, you know, when you just see something so many times. Yeah, of course. I'm rewatching the second series now, and I'm fully in love with it. I, again. I can, could like, not agree more. I, 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 I'm literally rewatching scenes after scenes over and over again. So there's no one stopping me. No, I'm telling you, there's However, no one stopping me. I think the only reason that you lost this week was because Chloe didn't drive, and she doesn't know <laughs> mileage like you would because you're a driver. <laughs> Mate, there's nothing stopping me. I'm telling you that. We um, will stop you. At um, what's everyone, a point please, on let's... Twitter, if you want to. <sighs> 
try and take me down, then please, get at please, us. can someone do it? Um, also, thanks very much for some reviews. Keep them coming in. Uh, subscribe if you like this episode on Apple Podcasts uh, and give us another creative review. Yeah, um, we've had some great ones in the past. We, we have want indeed. more. Follow, subscribe, yeah. do all that shebang. Until next week. Goodbye. Oh, the episode's over, so sling your hook or I'll break your face.